0: Welcome in to the CHGO Blackhawks post game podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome in. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi on this late night podcast. We appreciate you being here with us. Hawks lose 7-3 to the Seattle Kraken. Uh, Kraken got a touchdown. The Hawks can only muster a field goal. And uh, we're going to get into it. Before we do, make sure you smash that like button for us on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page as well. If you're listening on the podcast app, make sure you're following or subscribe there as well. And of course, we always encourage those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So if you can knock one of those out for us, it takes 15 seconds. We would greatly appreciate that as well. And of course, join us in the chat uh, a lot of news to get to in this one as well, but uh, fellas, let's just get to the game and get it over with. Um, boy, a night after we praised Peter Mrazek for not being awful, he was awful in this game. He was he, he was like Denny Lemieux in the first game in Slapjot, just flailing all over the place and falling down. And I, look, it's it's always tough to blame goalies after losses, but dude, come up with a tough save, a just. One tough save the entire night. I would have loved to see it.
1: Yeah, Seattle's in his head, I think. Because wasn't it Seattle that scored like five goals on six shots against him the last time he faced him? Yeah, yes. six
0: first period goals. Uh, four of them against Mrazek, and then two more against staylock Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, six goals on seven shots. I remember that game.
1: Yeah, that was a dumb, a dumb game. This one was not <laughs> was dumb, but not as dumb. Um, I mean, the talent gap is major between these two teams right now. Uh, and if Seattle gets any kind of goaltending in the playoffs, they're going to be a tough team to get rid of because I'm not saying they're going on a deep run. But, man, they are big. They're fast. They're deep. They're relentless. They just keep coming at you. They were up two goals in the third period, and they were still attacking the puck trying to cause turnovers, making shots, if they get any kind of goaltending. I just don't know if I'm confident going into any playoff series with either Philip Grubauer or Martin Jones uh, as my goaltender. Uh, that, that, that's their weakest link, and it's probably going to get exposed come uh, in a couple of weeks here.
2: Yeah, you can't have two goaltenders – sub 900 save percentage and and really have a, a lot to hang your hat on going to the postseason no. it's a it's great that they've uh they've turned it around from last year what was it was a 36 now probably 38 point difference uh from last year to this year they're in the playoffs um but you're not gonna score six seven eight goals a night um in the in the postseason you might do it once you're not going to do it for a whole series so they're going to need either one of those guys to uh to, to step up and and yeah tonight you know uh this this for all we've praised Morazic recently this was the uh the Moracic that I think we we saw at the uh through the middle stretch of the season where it was just like like you said Jay like just make one save you know it's just just one would, would have been nice. Would it would it have made a difference in a seven to three game? No. Yeah, but you at least feel you at least you feel <laughs> a little
0: bit better. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's like flailing wildly, no clue where the puck is. It was almost like he was kind of like begging Luke Richardson to take him out at some point. <laughs> like I don't know. And look, there were a lot of kind of some weird bounces and some weird like, of course. Like those things are gonna happen. And of course, I'm not putting this entire game on Peter Morazic, but <laughs> This is one where they start to come back, right? They cut it. They're down one. They score the power play goal. And then on the five on three, and then right away, the breakaway goal. And look, you never blame a goalie for a breakaway. But if he makes a breakaway save, it's still a one goal game. So you have all this momentum of coming back. You get the power play. You score the goal. All right, we're feeling good. We're down one. And then moments later, it's gone. And it's just, you know, it's frustrating. And I think you know as much as a goalie can pick you up in a game and make a huge save and like all right good we probably didn't deserve that save to be made let's go let's repay him there's times where a goalie can really kind of sink the hopes in the in the spirit of the team and I feel like this is one of those nights and again it's not all his fault but this is about as bad as I've seen him look all year
2: yeah, well, yeah, it was. Uh, you you would have hoped for a little bit more out of him, especially the way he's recently been playing. But yeah, you're not hanging all seven on him. He was getting uh, not a lot of help from the defense in front of him, especially the uh, the Kaiser pairing. Um, I mean, on paper, you wouldn't expect that to go well, and then on the ice, uh, it did not go well. And look, I, I I think there's there's only so much you can blame. Blackhawks goaltenders at this point given the 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 team that's playing in front of them and especially now we'll get into it in a little bit but the team that's going to be in front of them these final three games uh without Alex Vlasic without Lucas Reichel um yeah I mean it's just you're, you're you're playing teams that are just overmatching you you get Kirill Kaprizov back for the wild on Monday like okay like that's great you know it's uh, good luck to Alex Staylock, and then you got uh the Penguins which I think they're still w- without looking at it I think they're still in the postseason hunt yeah on Tuesday. and then the Flyers in the last game two teams that are completely out of it so uh, who knows anything could happen last game of the year um but yeah I mean it's just at this point of the season there's only so much you can do and there's only so much you can hang on, on Mrazik. So, yeah, you want him to make a couple more saves. But, again, against against a Seattle team that was offensively just took it to the Blackhawks uh, in all three games this season, um, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to hard to hang all of it on him.
0: It's interesting. Yeah. It, you, you mentioned the crack and, and like, the goaltending is going to be their downfall. And, and you're probably right. But, like, there's still, like, there's not a team in the West that I'm totally in love with. Even the Avalanche have been pretty damn good the last three weeks, and and, and Edmonton's looking really good lately too. Um, By the way, Connor uh, McDavid became the sixth player in NHL history to score 150 points uh, today. Dude's unreal. Um, But my point being is more like, yeah, I think Colorado is still the favorite in the West, but it's it's not like them, and it's not like it was last year. Where no. it was like them and everybody else, like you could see a team stealing a series from them, um, or if you know injuries pop up on the on the AVS again, as they have kind of all year. Um, Seattle's a team that can make some noise if they got like average goaltending. If you're looking at like a 900 save percentage from either of those guys, from Jones or Grubauer, maybe you could start having a conversation. But yeah, I just yeah. none of them, neither of those guys scare me in a series, and I, I don't think they've got the defensive horses, they don't have that dude, right? That's going to, they don't have the headman, the Duncan Keith, the kind of guy who's going to play, you know, 25, 27, 30 minutes of a playoff game and shut things down. They're deep and they're good. I feel like they're like a key free agent away from being true contenders in the West.
1: Yeah. I don't see either of those goalies getting, getting it done for them. And did you guys watch the, um, I think it was the first intermission when they asked Scott Darling, uh, like, which of these goaltenders do you want? And it, it was like the weirdest answer. Like, he wasn't prepared for the question. It was like, well, Martin Jones, he's already got a Stanley Cup, so you can't have two. So I'll go with Philip Grubauer. I'm like, wait, what? What? Well, like, when <laughs> did hey, when did Martin Jones win a Stanley Cup? Was he a backup on one of those Kings teams? Didn't see the ice the entire postseason? And who says you can't win two? Or three. Well,
2: Scott Darling didn't win two,
1: right? Well, that's why they had to, the Blackhawks had to trade him. You can't be allowed to win two. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I was just like, what kind of answer is that? It was like,
2: a weird. It was oh, a he weird... did. He did win a cup. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think he was the backup for one of those the Kings 20, four,
2: 2014 Kings.
1: Yeah, he's got his name on the cup. I don't think he played a second of that postseason, but you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, I would Seattle. They're they're a good team. I just – I don't know. The West, as you said, is is, is going to be fun. I'm still not betting against the Avalanche just by – because they've they played the last two or three weeks, their last 14 games or so, they've looked like that that wagon that we saw all last year. They're getting it together at the right time. And maybe you know, with, with the injuries and also some other guys could have been like, hey, you know what? We just got to get to the playoffs. We know what it takes now. Uh, I wouldn't bet against them. Uh, Minnesota. How many times have we seen Minnesota have a really good regular season and then pee down their leg in the playoffs? Yeah. Marc-Andre Fleury's going to do what he's done in the last five or six postseasons and and by game five of the series not be playing anymore. It just seems that's what he does. <laughs> so, you know, Dallas, I don't know. I'm not sold on them. They've got a nice mix of veterans and young guys. But, you know, Jake Ottinger has had his ups and downs this year, so – You know, I think it's going to come down to Avalanche and and Edmonton and, you know, we'll see what happens from there. And you mentioned the Penguins who the Hawks are going to play on Tuesday. Uh, That wild card in the East is crazy. The top six is set is set. You yeah. get the Panthers and the Islanders with ninety-one points. The Penguins have ninety points, and they all mm. have two games left. So that is basically an elimination game for the Penguins against yeah, the Blackhawks. That's, so, Stuart, good luck with that. I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, ter- I wouldn't be terribly upset if the Blackhawks played spoiler and and you know, <laughs> ruined their season. Hey, you, speaking of the Penguins, Alex Nylander. Called up and scored the first goal of the game, saving the Pittsburgh Penguins' uh, season. Better late than never for Alex Nylander.
2: His first goal in the NHL since pre-pandemic.
1: Somebody somebody in my timeline, after I I tweeted that out, said that just like Ryan Hartman, Alex Nylander is going to be a late bloomer. All right, let's pump the brakes on that. It's one goal in three years, I I think. Yeah, let's uh, settle down. Yeah, and Ryan Hartman got a season playing with Kirill Kaprizov the whole time. He hasn't played with Kaprizov this season. How are those numbers looking?
0: By the way, I looked today to see what the Oilers were to win the West. It's only plus 300. I was thinking it would be like longer odds than that, but they've been playing so well. They But there's a lot of money coming in for them, too. There's
1: probably a lot. That's got more to do with how many people are betting them than what they're doing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean... Oilers came up against that, that Avalanche team last year where like we said, like it just seemed like the the talent gap between that Avalanche team last year and the rest of the conference was was significant. This year I don't see it as much. And look like you, you got McDavid, you got dry Seidel, um and it mentioned in in the chat, uh Matias Eckholm yeah, has been a, a a great a great yeah. uh you know kind of under the radar addition for them and um, you know, we, we talked about it for, uh, for Edmonton, the last few seasons, it was just like, yeah, you have McDavid on dry of McDavid and dry settle, but you need defense and goaltending, um, addressing defense was good. And, and Hey, I mean, goaltending wise, if, if, uh, if, if they can, they're, they're kind of like Seattle, if they can get just average goaltending the the Oilers are going to be a tough team. So right. I, as, as, as much as the West doesn't have like the horses that like the East does, it's still going to be competitive. It's still going to be a really good series, and and I, I think whoever does come out of the West, um, they're still going to have to go through a, a tough path. And I think it'll be it'll be fun. Any any playoffs is is, is fun in the NHL. So especially being able to to watch it as a uh, a bystander this year, and not not have to sweat every Blackhawks game out. Um, it'll be a, it'll be nice. It'll be nice to watch the playoffs yeah. that way.
0: Again. Look, I'd much rather watch a playoff series where either team has a shot to win it. And, like, yeah, the like the West, it's no fun when you kind of know who's going to do it every year, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so the Western playoffs are going to be great this year because they can all go yeah. long. They can all be close. They can all be really competitive. Yeah. I'm looking forward to I think I'm looking forward to the West more than the East, to be honest with you, even though there's some juggernauts there. It's just I'm really curious to see how it's going to shake out. Yeah. But we should get back to the Hawks news of the day. And, oh, yeah. you know, you mentioned it a second ago. Um, Lucas Reichel and Alex Vlasic uh a bit of a change of plans this had been the plan for Vlasic all along was to go back down to Rockford after the road trip last week they said Reichel was going to play the entire season the rest of the season in Chicago then go to Rockford but because things have not been going quite well for the Ice Hawks, they're going to uh pull that cord a little bit sooner so Lucas Reichel and Alex Vlasic will head to uh Rockford after this game so they're on their maybe not physically on their way now but they will be tomorrow uh, to try to bolster to have, that thing for the playoffs. They
1: get to have beef for Easter, lucky boys. Um, <laughs> yeah, I looked this up during the second intermission. Um, when Lucas Reichel was recalled to the Blackhawks on March 2nd, the Rockford Icehawks had an 11-point cushion over the Chicago Wolves as far as the last playoff spot. It's down to one point. Yikes. So they've lost. The, the Wolves have gained 10 points on the Icehawks, since Lucas Reichel came up March 6th, so a little over a month. That's how bad it's and, been for the IceHogs, and and they and, play the Wolves Tuesday night. That's why they're like, "Hey, Lucas, come score a few goals yeah. for us!" And, it, and it, they just can't score any goals.
2: And this was a Wolves team that, at like the mid- midway point of the year, was like last place. Like Dead. so this this Wol- the Wolves have uh, really turned it on in the second half of the season, well, and the uh, and the IceHogs is just. Yeah, like you said, Greg, offensively inept.
1: Yeah, they've, and, it, and it's been, you know, Reichel's going to help. Vlasic will be, will be good on the back end. You know, they, they they traded for Rocco Grimaldi, who was one of the league's leading scorers, and he really hasn't done a whole lot since coming here. So maybe you get Grimaldi and, and Reichel on the same line and you see what happens. But, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, it's, a, it's the right move. It's a great move because you, the Ice Hogs need them. They're there. They, they, they have a one point cushion to make that play in series uh, with four games to go. Both the Wolves and the Ice Hogs have four games left. Uh Ice Hogs play the Wolves. Then they play, I believe, they have two more games against Milwaukee and then Manitoba. Or maybe I'm missing a game in there. And Milwaukee. They lost they, to Milwaukee tonight. Right. They beat them last night in Milwaukee, lost to Milwaukee at home in Rockford tonight. And. Um, I believe the last game of the year is in Milwaukee. Um, But uh, yeah, they need to get something going, and that game against the Wolves on Tuesday is going to be a huge, huge game for the Ice Hogs. If they lose that,
2: it's it's yeah, it's bad. They 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 host the Wolves uh, on, uh, like you said, Tuesday night. Then next Friday, they are in Grand Rapids then last last
1: place, Grand
2: Rapids. Then they play the next night Saturday back at home against Manitoba. And then the next night, Sunday, the sixteenth, they finish the season on the road against Milwaukee. So three games in three nights for the Ice Hogs to finish the year.
1: Yeah. Well the good news is Manitoba, Milwaukee have clinched playoff spots. I think Milwaukee is still is right up there with Texas to win the division, so maybe they can have that first place clinched, and they'll play a bunch of E-C-L- ECHL g- guys on Sunday, and, and maybe you know uh, we'll see. But they, they gotta win Tuesday night. You lose to the Wolves, and it's just it's it's not good. And uh, you know they proved earlier in this year, the middle part of the season, when they get in the offense, they're a pretty good team. Um, and, and you know, Arvid Soderblom has. <laughs> been kind of up and down but he's been solid of late and just think of this the the wolves have played the most uh overtime games in the ahl this season 23 23 times they've gone to overtime at least overtime and and it was a lot of shootouts so imagine you know you win a couple of those extra games in, in regulation this isn't even a conversation right now right you know, you go, 23 games going to overtime. You win three of those, you get a late goal in, in regulation or don't give up the late goal in regulation. In three of those 23 games, you have a seven-point cushion, and you're talking about clinching a playoff spot against the Wolves on Tuesday, not losing one to them. So, yeah.
0: Well, right we'll in see. time for Lucas Reichel to come and Vlasic, too, who are two of the best Hawks tonight. Uh, Reichel had a, a goal and an assist. Scoring a goal in front on a redirection. That's not how I envisioned Lucas Reichel's last go with the Hawks this year uh, to look. But, boy, it was cool to hear, you know, usually when we're at the studio, we're talking to each other or we're at the game, we don't hear the commentary. Listening to Troy Murray uh, just rave about Lucas Reichel's performance uh, in this game. And lately, he was all over the place. And Troy could not stop talking about the confidence that he's showing. There was a play in the third where he, like, went – uh, since something was a, 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 a miss in the defensive zone, went back like right into the slot in front of Mrazic and just took a puck away. He just kind of sensed the puck was going to come there, went back, got it, and the Hawks took the puck the other way. The goal, the assist, he hit a crossbar in this game. Uh, he looked great, and someone in the chat said he was the best player on the ice for either team. I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but he was definitely the best Hawk on the ice, and uh, I'm just so like. You know, we've taught, we knew that Reichel was going to be a huge part of our conversation as he became part of the team. But I have such a relief knowing that as we go through the checklist of things that need to happen for the Blackhawks to be good again, that that first box is checked. Lucas Reichel is a player. Lucas Reichel is good. Lucas Reichel is going to be a meaningful part and a big part of this and probably their best player next year.
2: Yeah. 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 I, there's, there's a, uh there's a lot to, to like about his game and, and, you know, he's still, fi- he's still figuring things out. And I think he's, he's figuring things out now more at a, uh, at a more elevated pace and at a more elevated game, you know, it's last year seeing him, you know, produce at the age AH level was great because it was, it was his first, uh, first taste of, of North American hockey uh, after playing in Germany. And it was just like, wow, okay, this, this, this kid's really getting it you know, 18, 19 years old, really impressive. Uh, and then to do it again this year and then take that next step where at the NHL level he looks like he he gets it at the NHL level as a 19, 20 year old kid. Um, and to the point where, you know, he's 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 taking more initiative and and the confidence level, like 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 Troy was saying on the broadcast, and that we've kind of pointed out in this last month and change that he's been uh that he's been here Uh, on, on this recall, you know, just the ability to kind of be like, okay, well, I'm going to make this play happen rather than having to defer to anybody else to, to try and do it. Um, you know, that's the kind of confidence you want to see out of a young player who's, who's budding into some, someone that's going to, you know, make a, make a, an impact on your roster for hopefully a a long time. And, um, you know, is, is he going to change the franchise himself? No. But I think he's a very uh, important piece to what the Blackhawks are, are trying to do. And, and we've made the, the comparison a number of times to the, to the Cubs when they built up to the 2016 uh, World Series. You know, it, 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 it seems like Lucas Reichel is a version of Anthony Rizzo. Like one of the first players to really get excited about the next group coming in, the young guys, and the first one to come in and be like, okay, we have a guy here that's that that's part of it. So I'm I'm excited to see what Reichel does, uh, these last few games, taking what he's done the last month, to the AHL with the Ice Hawks. Hopefully, it makes a big difference. Um, and I'm really excited to see what he does next year, having a, another offseason uh, to to get ready for you know, uh, an eighty, hopefully an eighty-two game, uh, NHL season, and having a huge and having a a huge role, having a, a very. Uh, important role for this team, not just coming in and being like, oh, he's he's the young call up. Like now, next going into next year, it's like, it, if if I can't think of anyone else who would come in, unless they sign some major free agent or something, um, which I don't think is in the plans. Um, I can't see anyone else being on this roster next year, and it not being Lucas Reichel's team, at least for next season, other than Connor Bedard.
0: <laughs> well yes it's an important <laughs> caveat of course yeah that must be mentioned remember
1: uh, i've already called out and predicted that lucas reicher will lead this team in points next yeah, season you so, did you did. I'm, I'm not i'm not wavering from that um if he's healthy he's going to lead the team in scoring
0: i got a question from uh, uh Jeff wait, b on twitter real quick um, oh sorry greg go ahead no i was
1: just gonna say i want to give out a shout out to our, our diehard uh listeners and viewers tonight uh not only are you staying up late with us uh you guys are 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 doing cheers references in the chat i love that that's, <laughs> you, you are you're my people
0: yeah we got, nice. good to see we got a good young hip audience watching the show tonight um <laughs> hey we will. We... i love cheers yeah but uh the,
1: young, the youngsters are all out at the bar drinking that's true they, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's those of us in our 40s and beyond that are sitting at home struggling to stay awake
2: yeah. Well, shout out uh, Alexandre, who's actually starting his day with us. Yeah, it's six six that's ten. Awesome. Now that's I believe he's he's our he's one of our friends in uh,
1: Portugal, right? I believe so, yeah. yes, I yeah. believe he's our Portu, Portuguese Blackhawk Hawk diehard. Awesome. Well, start your day with with us. Let's, there you go. Nice. You can only you can only go up from there. <laughs> that's true.
0: <laughs> uh, so Jen asked on Twitter: eighty-two games in Chicago for Reichel next year, right? Like, there's. There's no way they're going to start him. In a yeah, no, him. no. Why? For for what? I I know. No. I just but you know, like, like unless he, he looks completely to, he bum ass careful. in
2: in training camp, <laughs> which he won't. Yeah, he starts the year and finishes the year with them. Yeah, there's uh, you know, barring Lucas
1: like, Record will be on the, he will be on the ice for the opening face-off of the season.
0: Yeah, yeah there's yeah. no
1: doubt. I know we all said that last year, but you know this is
0: different. Yeah, this one. Last year he had not shown it at the NHL level yet. Uh, this year he has absolutely done that. So, yeah, yeah,
1: and you're not taking for Connor Bedard next year, so there's no excuse to
0: not have him up here, right? It's yeah. true. Greg, you want to tell the well, folks about uh, Shady Rays? Uh, yeah, I I can do that.
1: Uh, Lucas Reichel has got. A really bright future uh in front of him and uh he, he's probably gonna need a few pairs of shady rays those i don't think those are shady rays <laughs> but uh if they are he's got himself some of the best sunglasses in the world take on the sun with gear built to last our friends at shady rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good, uh, I say even better, than any expensive pair I've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. They are great for driving. The clarity on, on these glasses, I love wearing them. Even when it's not super sunny, I wear them in the car just because everything is so crisp while you're driving. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of I wear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand-new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because you – they – and shady rays has your back after long after you purchase and together with their customers Through the Shady Rays Impact Program, they are providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the United States, everything from donating meals to building playsets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS. The outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your communities and others like it now and for years to come. I think that is so awesome. If you don't love your Shady Rays Exchange, for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And an exclusive deal for our CHGO listeners. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to shadyrays.com and then use the promo code CHGO, and you will get 50% off any order that contains two or more pairs of Polaroids polarized sunglasses. That's at least buy one, get one free. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people, including myself.
0: And uh, if you're looking to save some more coin, and I'm sure you are, I think everyone on Earth agrees that their cable bill is too damn high. But there might be some sports you need to watch, like the Blackhawks on NBC Sports Chicago or the Cubs on Marquee Sportsnet. And there's only one streaming service that carries both of those. And guess what? We have a deal with them, so you should check it out. It's FuboTV, FuboTV.com slash C-H-G-O, 140 live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. I have switched to Fubo full-time. I love it. I watched the Cubs earlier. I watched the Hawks today. I was watching the Frozen Four on ESPN2. I was all over the place on FuboTV. If you've got an Apple TV, a Fire Stick, a Smart TV, a Roku stick, all of those things work With Fubo TV, watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. Start watching immediately with a seven day free trial. No contracts, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. And you can watch your local teams while traveling. Today, I was watching the Hawks on the big screen, wanting to watch the Frozen Four on my phone. So, pulled up that Fubo app, watched the Frozen Four overtime didn't last long, <laughs> about 10 <laughs> seconds. But I was able to watch both games at the same time on separate devices. It is awesome. It is so easy. fubo.tv.com/chgo Watch the Blackhawks on NBC Sports Chicago and the Cubs on marquee with fuboTV. Use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first month of fubo Pro fubo.tv.com/ch G-O, do it it is awesome i love it and the hd is uh beautiful sparkling looks wonderful so no concerns there cut that cord join fubo tv now it's got nice. everything you need
2: shout out uh quinnipiac first ever national championship tonight over minnesota that was wow. a lot of fun that was the way they came back and and, and took it away from minnesota uh, yeah, yeah, hate to. Your heart goes out to the goofers out there, uh, gophers. Sorry, um, yeah, really, really hate to to see it. Uh, <laughs> for a team to be the top seed in the Big Ten tournament and lose, and then to be the top seed in the NCAA tournament and lose, it's it's just just the worst for Minnesota. It's oof. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, hate to see it. Absolutely
0: hate. Mario to see very, it. Upset. very yeah, upset. Very upset. His beloved gophers. You
1: know, you know what, Matthew Nye's. Uh, He's gonna get get used to a lot of these playoff disappointments playing for the Maple Leafs. So it's good, it's good, good training for him. Well,
0: I wonder if is he gonna get the Luke Hughes treatment? Is he is he like reporting to Toronto right away? Is that gonna happen? Like, you know,
2: I don't uh, know. He could. I don't. I don't know. Are they are they tapped out with
0: contracts? That's a good question. They're doing some weird uh, cat maneuvering today yeah. too. Like they signed a goalie and he was the backup, and they're, I don't know. They're they're doing something. I don't. I wasn't paying too close See, of attention, but I saw Elliot Friedman was they, about their cap gymnastics.
2: They have one. They have forty nine out of fifty, so technically they could add him, I guess. But I mean, do you do you want to if you're the Leafs? Like, do you do you throw him in and say, "Here, go go play in the postseason"? You know, I, I, don't, know. I, I don't know. I don't if know if I do it.
1: Maybe maybe uh, maybe the Marlies or the Marlies in the playoffs. Uh, I think um, so. I think they are too. Maybe he goes yeah. in and and plays in the Calder Cup playoffs with the Toronto Marlies. That's a good uh, fit.
2: I, I I I think Luke Hughes is a great player. Um, but I think throwing a throwing a young college kid into the postseason, that's uh, there's not many that can that can make that jump and and make a significant impact positively. So, um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
1: I mean. They're not all Kale McCarr. He he had no problem no. jumping right in, but he's a special breed of cat. And uh, uh, yeah, the Marlies have already clinched; they've won their division. So you know, well, there go. maybe he'll go to the Marlies and he'll probably play more playoff games if he goes to the Marlies instead of the Maple Leafs.
0: <laughs> probably, too, it's too easy tonight. It's just too easy. Yeah, there's a lot probably. of free. There's a lot of uh, low hanging fruit on this one. Uh, Alan Kay says, "Shame on the NHL for putting 16 games on the same night." As the NCAA final today was the first day ever with 16 NHL games on one day. The beauty part of that, Alan, is yesterday there were zero NHL games. Yep. So zero more brilliance. More
2: game growing and 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 what six of the 16 were seven o'clock starts. Wonderful. Nailed it. Yeah. Well, like when you have when you have 16 games on a Saturday, what is stopping you from going? Noon, one, one thirty, two,
0: two thirty, three. Th- who, like, what are you? Especially now, what's the, stopping the, you from doing in that in the day and age of of ESPN Plus, where people can right. just sit and watch hockey all day long? Like, why would you not? I don't know why you wouldn't do that.
2: It's, you're not think, strict. It's, people don't strictly watch their regional broadcasts, right? But well, I
1: think a lot of that has to do with the regional contracts. Um well, they're, Screw they're, regional
2: contracts.
1: You know. I, I'm not arguing that. I, but it just, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing these regional sporting outlets have better lawyers in the NHL. So they, they get what they want. And yeah, it's, it's frustrating when you're like, oh man, everybody's playing, but I can't, you know, it was, fu- it was nice having a game on at 11.30 this morning and, and another one right after that. I had hockey on all day at the house while I was yeah. unpacking everything, you know, still unpacking. I'm going to be unpacking until, Christmas the, at this pace, yeah. but uh yeah, and then we had a couple comments. Uh Alan was talking about our offices and yes, my this is actually it's not an updated office, it's a brand new office. I moved <laughs> into a new house last weekend, so I, I spruced it up a little bit. But I like uh, it. Yeah, uh, it looks nice. good. Put some uh yeah, I get one room in the new house to do what I want with. So are there a lot of stuff that um I didn't have on the walls at all at my last place that are now up on the wall. Or were on different walls. My old office was a weird-shaped room. so uh, I know something about
0: at... weird-shaped rooms.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like my least... desk barely fit the it, like in the old office. So, yeah. Much more room in here now. And uh, got to put some fun stuff up on the walls.
2: Well, at least you get a room. That's true. Yeah. Not a... Yeah, but we'd kill for we'd
1: kill we'd kill for that closet. We don't have a lot of closet space here, so you know. You, you, we you get, want
2: we, you want this closet? You can take it. There's a there's a whole another side of this closet that is not on screen right
0: now. Well, yeah, I would kill for some closet space. That's why. This, <laughs> that's why this room is such a disaster. Um, oh, got a couple comments we want to get to. Windy City Hockey says if the Ice Hogs missed the playoffs, do the Blackhawks and Ice Hogs front office front offices. Consider a different coach down in the AHL. Anders Sorensen still seems like he's not the right coach for a long playoff run.
1: No, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, they seem the very happy with what Anders, he's doing. Yeah. Because, yes, not making the playoffs would be a big disappointment, but just look at how some of these play- look at Lucas Reichel. Look at his development. There's Anders Sorensen's job security. Uh, you know, some of these guys that have come up, Cole Gutman came up eased right into the lineup uh, you know some of these defensemen Alex Vlasic has, has taken strides in his uh, development Isaac Phillips they want him there for when this next crop of young guys get here over the next couple of years he's developing them well that whole staff is so you got to remember I know you know when I was covering the Ice Hawks for all those seasons people you know were there are there was a part of the fan base that didn't like Derek King because they weren't winning enough. Well, it's not necessarily, yes, winning is nice. Going on a long, deep playoff run will be nice for these prospects, but the, the, that's just a, a, a part of it. The main goal for the AHL team. And finally the Blackhawks are doing it. They hadn't for so long. They didn't care if they won loss or developed for so many years. The main goal for your AHL team is to get your young players ready to play for the nhl so when their numbers call in the lineup easily and that's what we so that's why Anders Sorensen isn't going to go anywhere regardless if they make the playoffs miss the playoffs win the cup doesn't matter he's going to be back next year unless you know an, an nhl team comes calling and says hey we want him on our on our uh you know, our NHL staff as an assistant, then that probably the only way he's not back next year.
0: Yeah. I, I can see what, he, what you're saying. And, you know, there were bigger expectations in Rockford this year. They wanted that team to compete. They wanted to make a long playoff run. Um, but when you look at like, the, like we talked about earlier, their their they're big problems offense and the Hawks just don't have a lot of even AHL ready offensive prospects. Like a lot of the guys playing in Rockford are defensemen, right? Yeah. you you know, you had Josiah Slavin before you traded him. He never projected as a huge scorer. It was pretty much Reichel and and Gust and and uh, that's, that's really it they've, was, had, yeah.
1: they've had some. They've got some decent guys. They've all just gone cold at the same time. Yeah, uh, David Gust has been not great his since coming back from the NHL. Like he he was phenomenal. He was putting up MVP kind of numbers. Brent uh, Brett Cini is over 20 goals on the season. Yeah. Luke Phillip has 24 goals on the season. So they've got like AHL veteran types. And that was the point, you know, they brought back Dylan Secura, but then traded him for Rocco Grimaldi, who is a AHL, you know, all-star. So they do have guys that could score. the problem is they've all gone ice cold at the same time. They were dealing with a bunch of injuries, playing a bunch of guys that, you know, were Third liners on the Indy Fuel all of a sudden have to play for the Ice Hawks. So just wheels fell off pretty quickly, but getting Reichel back, getting Blastic back is going to solidify. Not only do you get those guys back and they're going to be two of your top players, but then you could start filtering guys back down where they're going to be better than playing, you know, maybe a, a lineup and can't handle it. And it's good for the Blackhawks too because. It's two of your best players tonight, no longer in the lineup, and Taylor Radish is going to be gone for the yeah. rest of the season. We yeah, haven't really. even talked about that. So your two best offensive players, essentially, and Taylor Radish and Lucas Reichel will not be here for the last three games of the season. So for you guys, you know, hoping that they lose out and then increase those odds for number one, it's looking pretty good.
0: Yeah, no, Roy um, just uh, – I, I heard a, a, a pleased groan coming from his direction when – the Taylor Radish and Lucas Reichel news was because uh, he's the one who wants everybody benched. Just don't play anyone. Have Tommy Hawk mm-hmm. out there and have him do it. There you go. No Radish, no Reichel. Three games to go. Um, yeah, yeah. That's it's gonna be. I don't, uh, I don't. I mean, are
1: they gonna go eleven forwards, seven defensemen here? Are they gonna call up some fourth liner from Rockford to come play? I mean, they're losing two forwards. They had a yeah, they had twelve that's tonight. So you've got a thousand defensemen, though. Can somebody for the love of God, just tell Jared Nory to stop? Them? <laughs> we get yeah, it. You are a tough guy. You are a badass, sir. You have replaced Jake McCabe as the team's biggest badass. No one's ever going to argue that, but for crying out, loud dude, there's three games left. The Hawks are in last place. It's OK. No one's going to think any less if you, if you say, I'm not going to do it right now. His hip injury yeah. is is still nagging him. He's walking d- up and down the tunnel to stay loose, and then he comes back and wants to play some more. Come on, man. It's, it's okay. You'll Pe- be all right.
2: People want him to come back and, and play next year. He he needs a functional body to come back and play Yo, next yeah. year.
0: That, that's like- a, that is an asset when playing hockey, a body that works
1: yeah yeah, sure. yeah usually yeah.
0: yeah that's why Dave um, Bowen
1: retired his body stopped working, yeah yeah so
2: i i, I think uh yeah Sority it's i I don't expect him to stop, but um someone someone should say, hey take take a take it easy all right Let's, for everyone's sake, for your sake and for the tank's sake for like, his sake take, they should take do, it easy
1: they need to do what they they do in football when when a player gets hurt and he wants to go back in they hide his helmet so so hide his helmet.
2: Yeah, hide his gloves. He might still hop over the boards.
1: Well, he'll get a penalty for playing without a helmet. Then he's in the penalty box, and he can't hurt himself there. So it's all good.
0: True. Yeah, it's it's enough. It's you've Jared, you've proven yourself, and I don't think like you look at that guy. You're like, well, he's tough. You know what what I mean? I didn't need I didn't need any more evidence than your face. Um, But you know (laughs) the the performance you've done this year is uh, it's it's okay. You you can. You can rest now. Rest easy. Yeah. Let's you know put you in mothballs for the rest of the year. And um, you can, yeah. And then you
2: can get England in there. You can get Kaiser in there more regularly. Uh, nothing wrong with that.
0: Well, let's talk about Wyatt Kaiser a little bit. I know it did not have the greatest uh, numbers on paper in this game. Uh, he finished a minus three. By the way, Jared Torney minus five. You uh, minus three for no, Wyatt Kaiser. 20, another reason to shut it down. Yeah, twenty minutes <laughs> and twenty two seconds of ice time. Had uh, four shot attempts and two block shots. But man, some really nice puck work from him tonight. He had the first period set up where he jumped into the play, went behind the net, and then fed a backhand pass from behind the goal line back through traffic to the other side of the slot to Lucas Reichel, who hit the crossbar. And then he also set up um, Tyler Johnson for a really nice scoring chance, too. Uh, his puck movement is is is, more, is better than I expected it to be. And he looks a little more NHL ready than I expected too. And I don't know if he's in the conversation for, you know, getting the the leg up on an, on an opening night roster spot next year. I still think that would probably go to Phillips or Vlasic. At this point if we're looking at uh at a kid to make the jump full time, but man, I really like his offensive game. Uh and his D, his D's been okay, but just to his confidence with the puck at this level already has been really impressive.
2: Yeah. I, I, I think he's, he's making good strides. Um, I, he, like you said, like he had a couple of good, good plays tonight, but there's still, there's still some deficiencies there. Uh, yeah, is the
0: isn't great. Yeah. Def- defensively.
2: It's there. There's still some there things to learn there. So I would not be surprised if he gets, uh, the same kind of treatment that Vlasic did where, you know once he signs his entry level deal at the end of his college career gets you know a, a number of nhl games and then next year he's probably going to play in rockford for the majority of the season um, which is fine he's going to be down there with uh with with a ta- another talented group of of defensemen to, to play along with and get some significant minutes and significant, significant uh learning opportunities um but yeah i mean I, there, so far there's nothing been glaring that says like this guy is is not doesn't have it um so yeah, I i think it's just kind of a, a feeling out process for him there's going to be some good nights and bad nights um and even within you know mediocre nights uh there's highs and lows so i i think this it's it's a it's a good opportunity for him to to play against teams like this and and you know i think he he kind of got moved around the uh the lineup tonight. He did. He wasn't strictly with Jared Torni all night. I think he played a couple shifts with Seth jo- with Seth Jones, uh, which was which was good to see. Um, and I think he, you know, he made some some pretty good uh, some pretty good subtle plays with Jones out there. Probably playing with a guy like Jones gives him a little bit more confidence that he can play a little bit more loosely uh, offensively um, and have a little bit more creativity. But um, yeah, I mean, I think I think he was okay. Plus minus is not. It's it's not good to be a minus three, but it's also like, you know, are are we are we burying Seth Jones because he's got the second worst plus minus in the league? I don't think so because he's playing half of each game on this Blackhawks team. He's going to be a terrible minus. Like that's just how the stat works.
1: Yeah, I there there were a couple of teachable moments. He's been he's been good overall. There's not a whole lot of like the, I think it was the fifth. Kraken goal where Geeky came up from behind him and just lifted the stick, took the puck, and two seconds later it was in the back of the net as he was moving up the left boards. Um, I mean, but that's something that you can, you know, sit down, do the video, and say, all right, you got to be a little more aware. You got to feel that guy coming up on you and get the puck up the ice quicker. Um, but, yeah, overall, I think Kaiser's been good, and I agree with you, Mario. I think he's the um, – he's going to get the Alex Vlasic treatment and next year will be a a year in Rockford and then maybe post trade deadline. We'll see him up here for a few games.
0: Before we get to our four stars of the game and our King of the game, uh, I want to read this quote from Luke uh, Richardson after the game. He says both Reichel and Vlasic had one of their best games. Both of them Vlasic looked a little more aggressive, moving pucks and skating pucks, shooting it on the one goal. Reichs was on the body on the four check. And when he had the puck, he was impressive. So uh these guys have made their impressions on Luke Richardson and uh really looking forward. I'm looking forward to next year, which sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. Three to wow. go, and gotta remind everybody, too. Probably the last three games you're gonna see Jonathan Taves in a Blackhawk sweater. So um yeah. enjoy it. He had a couple nice moments today, a couple nice passes set up, had a chance to score and was and was denied. But uh he's been not great, but he's been effective in the games where he's been back. So hopefully we get some fireworks uh, in that game against Philly at least a goal or something. so uh, be nice. he has that he has that last great moment as a Blackhawk. so anyway, shall we get to our uh, four stars of the night? That be nice Yes. Let's do, yeah. let's, do some, let's do that. The number three star for of the game. From the Kraken. It's so weird without the music. Uh, Daniel Sprung. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that dude is fast. He looks really good in this game. A goal, two assists, uh, three points, plus two. He had three shots on goal and two more shot attempts. He was very impressive. Uh, Jared McCann is the number two star of the game. He had a goal and assist was a plus three. 17-29 advice time. Four shots on goal for him. And Jared F. McCann has 39 goals. How about that? And your number one star, Jamie Alexiak, uh, He had three assists plus four. Uh, 1853 of ice time, a takeaway and a block shot. Um, good game for him as well. He's your number one star. I gave Yeah. I gave my four star to Connor Murphy with two block shots. Tied a career high and block shots on the season with 150 Chances are he will block another shot by the time the season ends and he will surpass his career high in block shots. So this is more of a lifetime achievement for star, uh, for Connor Murphy, because he's a dude who does all the little things, right? He's the guy that makes every team that has him better. Uh, he's a leader. He is uh, vocal. He speaks his mind. He says the right things. Uh, he's a guy that I, I, wish Blackhawks fans liked a little bit more, quite frankly. Um, I don't know. I really like Connor Murphy. So, Looking for an excuse? There's an excuse. Ties a career high, career high in block shots tonight with 150. Not tonight. People- he had two tonight, but 150 for the season. <laughs> that'd be a record. <laughs> 150. Ow, 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. ow. ow.
2: <laughs> it's that. It's that video of the guy who always takes the takes the like volleyball
0: spikes or the soccer kicks right off the face. Yes, that'd be, that'd yeah. be him. Yeah. was the do hawk? People that- not, do nerds- people not like Connor? I don't think people dislike him. I think that he is thought of as just it took a, a while to warm up. Well, cause he was, was traded. Yeah. Have you seen a Murphy jersey right. yet? Exactly. Have I seen a Murphy Jersey? No. Have you? I have not. Uh, on, I, on the yeah. ice every time we're there.
2: Yeah. Okay. So I've, what? I I've seen, I, I, I sprinkled around. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I'm surprised.
1: I'm surprised there aren't more. Cause all, all the people named Murphy that live in Chicago. I'm surprised people <laughs> aren't grabbing those.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like he's not as maybe beloved isn't the right word. I don't know if he's beloved worthy. But everything you talk about Hawks fans loving in a player, that's where Connor Murphy is. And it just I don't know. I feel like most Hawks fans greet him with a shrug. Maybe because yeah. he, he's never really been part of a, a good team here. Which, wrong
1: time, wrong yeah. wrong time, wrong place.
0: And, and I wonder and he tried to
1: kill he tried to kill a guy tonight.
0: That's true. And I wonder if yeah. there's still some residue from the Jalmerson trade, but I mean, yeah. the Hawks obviously win that trade. He's still playing and playing well. So
1: yeah, Hawks yeah. definitely won that trade.
0: Yeah. So, all right, that's mine, Connor Murphy. All right, I'm gonna go with
1: uh, Andreas you. This is your team, bud. For the last three games, it's all on you. So do something. <laughs> uh, he had a good game tonight. He had uh, two assists, and uh, even with the two assists, was still a minus two. Uh, but uh, four been. shots on goal. 10 shot attempts, and look at this. He won 12 of 15 face-offs tonight, 80% of the dot. This was a guy, what, his first game at center just a couple of weeks ago was 0 for 10, and now he's 12 (laughs) for 15, so... Hey, you know what? Credit to Luke Richardson for seeing something there, putting him there, and then not automatically yanking him after that. All for ten nights. So good, good night for Andreas. Happening see you, literally now, the best player on the Chicago Blackhawks. That's where we are.
0: <laughs> uh, Jonathan Tays removed. Better his, than Seth uh, Jones. Matrix into him. Right. Best forward on the team.
2: There yes. you go. Yeah, that 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 I can uh, I can agree with scary. Yeah, at Anthony I mean, hey, it's uh, uh what was the uh stat? He tied uh, or tied his uh second best career season uh with uh 35 points. So, hey, if you if you would have said Andreas Tennessee would have tied his second best season uh when he uh, in production when he uh signed here uh, in the off season, I think you would uh, I think you would take that as a black
0: roster. Yeah, I think 35 40 points was like Really wishful thinking, yeah, right? Like, especially okay. after those first
1: few games, if
0: you yeah. squint real hard, you can imagine that fine, yeah,
2: yeah. All right, uh, my fourth star of the night is a guy that we've talked about uh, plenty uh, tonight and over the last month. It's Lucas Reichel. Uh, another fantastic game from him one goal, one assist, uh, two shots on goal. Uh, He had an individual expected goals rate of .29, which was second best uh, on the team tonight. He also created five individual uh, chances for four individual scoring chances and was part of a three-way tie uh, for the team lead with two individual high danger chances created. And uh, look like like Luke Richardson said, he had one of his best nights uh, tonight. And it's a, it, it just in this stretch of him being called up um, compared to, you know, his, all his call-ups last year and his first couple uh, this year, there have been at least uh, five or six times where Luke Richardson has said, yeah, he's had one of his best games. Like that's all you, that's all that you want out of, out of Lucas Reichel, uh, you know, wanted to see out of him. And, Um, I think he, uh, if if my math is correct, I believe his point total would have put him on an 82 game pace for 52 points this year, maybe 53. Um, but that's pretty good. If he puts up 53 points next year, uh, in 82 games, um, I'm, I'm totally content with that. I think that would be great. I don't know if that'll lead the team. It might uh Patrick but that would be that would be really points. good.
0: <laughs> Patrick Kane has 55 <laughs> points this year. Patrick Kane what? Has 55 points this year. Yeah. So that's that's total Pretty totally good. fine from
2: from Lucas.
0: Yep. I'll take that. All right, let's do our draft kings king of the game. And we're going to give it to you probably know the answer. Seth Jones. 2 goals. Yeah. He was not a minus. of ice time. They're not shutting him down. Five shots, two more shot attempts, a hit, and two block shots. Really solid game for number four. Bounced back after a couple not great games for him defensively where there were a couple bad defensive moments. Uh, Good to see him bounce back and and respond with a solid game, and not just the goals. I think he he was making plays all over the ice tonight, so a solid night for number four. Seth Jones, and I want to remind everybody, that that is our DraftKings king of the game, and they are the official betting partner of CHGO and all city. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Mario is going to tell you about some beer. We're going to tell you about some other stuff. And then after that, we're going to do our tank standings, get to some super chats, and wrap the show up.
2: Yeah, sounds good. Hey, uh, do you like... Beer, Yes. Then, then you may like Goose Island beer because Goose Island beer is good beer. I do like good... it. That's great. I like it too. Uh, Goose Island, the proud beer sponsor of us here at CHGO and Chicago's beer since 1988. And how can you argue with a deep and talented beer roster like theirs? With the Blackhawks Pale Ale, the limited release honoring the Blackhawks in this city. Also the Bulls City 312, another limited release honoring the Bulls and their uh, play-in series. Going to need a lot of Bulls City 312 to celebrate that play-in series that they've they've clinched. And of course, the Bourbon County Stout for the uh, dark beer aficionados. You got the Beer Hug IPA series and... If you've uh, taken a look at the uh, the weather over the next couple of days, uh, I think we are finally into actual spring, and sh- in, a, in a short amount of time, we're going to be in actual summer. And what that means is it's sh- shandy season. So get the Goose Island Lemon and Tangerine shandies; those are going to be great on those hot summer days. And of course, uh, the always recognizable golden cans of the three, one, two. The staple of Goose Island. You can get all of these beers and more at their two local locations, which are open and ready to welcome you. You can grab a beer right from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room at 1800 West Fulton. Uh, Like I said uh, a couple of days ago, keep that uh, Goose Island Tap Room address saved in your phone. You might need it pretty soon. Uh, Or you can get yourself a uh, smash burger and a fresh beer of the week at the original Clybourne Brewhouse at 1800 North Clybourne. For reservations and pickup, go to gooseisland.com slash locations.
1: And I wanna have a little conversation about the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program that's committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve helping managing energy usage and lower energy bills now and
0: into the future. Yes, and I also want to have this conversation about ComEd. They offer a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. Skinny customers, fat customers, all sizes of customers across their territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments, that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Industrial process? Wow. How how exactly does that work, Jay? Can you tell me? Well, they're going to get you in touch with an engineer, and they're going to work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to what you're looking for. They can be done in person or virtually, and they last about two hours. And then in three or four weeks, customers will get a report that details projects they can do to start saving and making more efficient energy around their places. And each recommendation will include estimated savings, cost savings, energy savings, project costs, incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business, don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com poweringbiz.
1: Did you say comed.com slash powering biz
0: as in B-I-Z? Yes, that is what I said. You should go there and schedule your assessment today.
2: Good conversation, guys. That was a great chat. Thank you. I love that conversation.
0: I think we knocked it out of the park. (laughs) Uh, I want to acknowledge a $10 super chat from Alton V. Alton, thanks for hanging with us, man. We appreciate it. Uh, Alton said, just got out of the game. Funny story as I was heading to my seats. I legit ran into Kevin Korczynski and the boys. I gave them all dabs. I was too excited. I forgot to ask for photos. That's awesome. Yeah, all the uh, Thunderbirds were at the Kraken Blackhawks game tonight. And I wonder if, like, any of them felt the like the want to rappel down uh, Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania style and get on the ice and start helping the Hawks because they probably could have used all of them.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, a little little
2: bit of help. Oh, yeah. God,
0: it's Kevin Korczynski's music. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wearing we're in number 55 and not 14. Yeah. He,
0: I hope I made an impact on him during that conversation. I don't think you did. 14? That's a terrible number for a defenseman. Eh. Give me one good defenseman at War 14. Kevin Korczynski. <laughs> Chris did Campoli. Campo- go. Who? Chris Campoli. Mm. <laughs> I said good. Chris, oh. Chris <laughs> Camp not, turnover. Yeah, no. 55 yeah. is a is a great number. And I'm, I am yeah, well, biased cuz I wore it in all the sports, <laughs> but it's an awesome number.
2: It does look, it, you know, it does look good. It makes them look I, bigger I, too. The yeah, the uh the the, the 55 is is a that's a that's a powerful number. Yes. But yes. it doesn't fit doesn't fit Cor, I don't think it fits Korchinski's style of play. He's a more finesse guy. If he could be a single digit, that'd be great, but I don't think there's any single digits that the uh, Blackhawks are going to be giving up anytime
0: soon. (sighs) Whatever. Yeah, number eight's available. I guess. You have to buy it from Boris Kachuk. 14. 14,
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, if Kachuk's still around in two years. Yeah. Well, we'll see. could be. We'll see. Well, hey, the Thunderbirds got a lot of time on their hands because they swept their uh, opening series of Kelowna. Psh, psh, slipped them slipped them right away
0: time to chill get, freshen up those legs all right let's nah. get the uh, tank standings updated and then we'll spin the wheel what's our like situation steven if you're still awake
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm awake i will get that for you momentarily
0: all right whatever it is add five and we'll do another spin uh current tank standings columbus still i'm sorry my god i misspoke Columbus. Still, with 56 points in 79 games, uh, they have the lead over the Blackhawks because the Blackhawks, who also have 56 points in 79 games, have one more win than the Blue Jackets. That is the tiebreaker. Anaheim got a point in overtime. They lost in overtime today, Mm -hmm. but they picked up a point. So they're third with 57. And then San Jose and Montreal with 60 and 68, respectively. So it's really coming down to Columbus, Chicago, and Asaheim. So uh, we'll see what happens. If the Hawks <laughs> lose out, you got to hope Columbus helps them out and picks up a win. But, man, sending down Reichel and Velastic and shutting down Taylor Radish, that's how it you helps. get it done, friends. That's, <laughs>
2: that's, all, that's all you can do to combat a Columbus team that is <laughs> not an NHL team right now.
1: Put Peter Mrazek right back out there against the Wild on Monday. That, that yeah. won't hurt either.
0: Yeah, or yeah. Anton Hudobin sure yeah. bring him back we have an excess. we can't wake, him, wake
1: him up wake him up and put him out there for 60 <laughs> minutes
0: remember when he just <laughs> handed the puck to the guy like here you go put it behind <laughs> me if you don't mind thanks yeah, i don't
1: care i'm reti- I'm re- I'm retiring he's like he's like uh danny glover from uh uh yes lethal weapon two days from retirement yeah 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 too old for this
0: shit you well know, call him <laughs> up anyway we need him we need you I now mean, more, more than ever anton all right, let's do uh let's do two spins for the helmet it, because it's late night and uh we'll do it here. And again, if the red wings or blues win, we get a bonus extra spin anyway. So we're gonna use oh, Tankathon yeah. tonight. We've got two queued up. Maybe one more. We'll see if we're feeling frisky. Nothing Oops. changed. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it just qu- I think climated. it just quit. Yeah. I think it
2: just quick because there's literally no changes. I don't. I think that actually worked. It just didn't change.
0: Nothing changed. Oh, yeah, yeah, any changed? Yeah, that's lame. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. Yeah, we need it. We need to have a count. change. Something's right. got to change. Yeah, let's 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 do it. Again. All right, that one didn't work. I don't know if you need to reset after it doesn't do anything. <laughs> oh boy, right. that's not, not good. A good way. San Jose, Anaheim, Columbus, Chicago. Nope, nah. we will not live with that. Try no, one Cal- more here. No,
2: no California doubles over here. Yeah, seriously.
0: All right, last one. Give it to us. Oh no, oh, Washington, the- Anaheim, well, Columbus, no. Chicago. If you want to talk about rigging, uh-huh. that's what that's what the NHL would do. Oh, we got to get that Ovechkin record. Let's get a Bedard. Oh, Bastards. can you imagine? That would suck. You know, like Yeah. Well, yeah. it's better than St. Louis or Detroit, so we'll live with that. True. I guess. All right, we're off tomorrow happy easter everybody hope it's safe hope it's fun hope you find all your eggs um i know i have a bunch that i've already hidden that i'm not going to remember where i put them tomorrow so we'll see how that goes mm-hmm. uh, and we're back monday post game remember monday's game 8 p.m start it's a home game but it's 8 p.m start on espn so make your plans now don't say we didn't warn you don't get mad at us because it starts late uh 8 p.m espn hawks and flames right Wild. Uh, wild, wild. Why am I thinking flies? Wild. Wilds. I don't know. Because they just they just played the flames. That's right. Hawks and Wild Monday uh, should be fun. It'll and be I-Hawks. a game.
2: Kirill Kaprizov is back, so hopefully he lights it up with like seven points or
0: something. Like <laughs> we'll get some uh, gummy bears and some uh, some blondies, and we'll be good to go from the uh, from our perch at the United Center, and we'll mm-hmm. join you uh, after the game. So thanks for being with us on this late night show. For Greg and Mario, I'm Jay. Thanks to Stephen for running things on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.